everybody, it is Brooke, and I am so, so excited to welcome Kelly Lingard to the Chloe and Lois podcast today. Uh, Kelly is the founder and CEO of Unshattered, a nonprofit organization based in Hopewell Junction, New York, that creates employment for women who are proudly winning their battle against addiction. Kelly and I initially linked up when I entered the entrepreneurial world almost two years ago, and from the get-go, I have been in absolute awe of the backstory that Unshattered has and the mission that it is on to support other women. The women of Unshattered craft the most beautiful, one-of-a-kind bags from donated materials. Unshattered pieces have been featured in HuffPost and Country Living Magazine. Kelly and I recently sat down a few months back and Unshattered is the first organization that Chloe and Lois has teamed up with to kick off its Glitter and Give Back program. So I am clearly over the moon that alongside my community, we are able to support the mission of Unshattered and all the good that it is putting into the world. Welcome to the podcast, Kelly. Thank you so much, Brooke. It is a delight to be here. I have so much enjoyed getting to know you over the last couple of years. I love Chloe and Lois, and I'm so glad that we've become friends and that you have so generously shared your platform in so many ways to support the women of Unshattered. So it, thank you. You're very, very welcome. It is an absolute honor. So so let's get started. So can you tell us a little bit about yourself and your previous background? Of course. By training, most people are surprised to find out that I am an engineer and a physicist. So I spent 16 years in industry working for IBM, uh, doing engineering and product development, doing some M&A work, left that role as an executive in the software side of their business when I met a handful of women that were going through recovery from addiction. I was previously the person who thought that people in recovery just needed to get their act together to stop sticking a needle in their arm and get a job and be more responsible until I actually met some people that were struggling and going through recovery. And it just completely changed my perspective. But what I found was that for people who had fought so hard to achieve sobriety, there was this huge gap for what they would do next after a recovery program. Most of them did not have a chance at an education. Uh, they likely didn't have an employment history or job skills, but in most cases, they just didn't have a safe community to return back to after they had gone through recovery. So left my personal career and started Unchattered with the mission of ending relapse by paving the road between sobriety and long-term success. That is like absolutely incredible. I mean, obviously I knew your background you know, before, prior to recording this podcast, but I am like, I'm completely blown away by your story and that just everything that you have done up into this point and leaving your previous career behind, like that takes a lot of courage and so much heart in my opinion, because it shows that you care and you are literally changing the lives of the women that you come in contact with now. And I just, I think that's incredible. Absolutely so incredible. I always say, Kelly, you're doing the work of, of God. You really are. You really, really are. But <laughs> I do feel like it's been a true calling on my life and, and it's for all of us. You don't have to leave a career to do it, but we've all been blessed with gifts and connections and opportunities. And I think it's just solving the puzzle of yep. what we have to offer and where that meets people's needs. I love that. I absolutely love it. So so I guess you kind of answered this question, but you know, how was the idea for Unshattered really born and how long did it take you to get 
the operation off of the ground and running. Cause I would assume this isn't just something that you wake up one day and you say, you know what, I'm just going to do this. Like, you know, there's a lot of fundraising involved. So how do you even begin to navigate that coming from your previous background? Like, how do you figure it out? Right. So Unshattered, up until the coronavirus crisis, uh, has been a handbag company. So we make handbags out of upcycled premium materials. Yep. I had learned to sew growing up. My mom had taught me. Um, I also love handbags. I, I used to joke or I joke that pe- that I go to the store to visit the handbags in the same way that people go to the zoo to visit the animals. <laughs> <laughs> so I just, I love them. I have a collection myself. Um, and when my grandfather passed away, I had gotten his suede coat, but it was too big and the shoulder seams were ripped out and the elbows were worn out. So it hung in a closet for a long time. Several years later, I got brave enough to cut it up, cut out the good pieces of suede and make a bag out of that coat. So then fast forward a few years later, where I met women in recovery at the Hoving Home in New York, which is now one of our partners. I thought I could probably teach a couple of these women how to sew. And I thought I would be probably could get a couple of coats donated that we could cut up and make some neat bags out of thinking in the beginning that I was just doing a fundraiser for that organization. The goal was to raise $10,000 for them. Um, that happened pretty quickly. And on top of that, making a product that people really wanted, I was watching something change in these women. They realized that they could make something beautiful that people wanted. They had something valuable to offer. They were being affirmed in their work and they were building teamwork and learning how to manage projects and learning how to think through solving a puzzle of cutting up a code and turning it into a bag. So there were real job skills built into that. Eventually, we shifted into a model of hiring women or not hiring them, but providing a six month internship for them. But the problem still remains that when they finished either their recovery program or then finished an internship, they still were lacking a safe community to go back home to. And, and um, the relapse rate is just incredibly high. A lot of times in this opioid crisis, that can be fatal. And it seems like a bad plan to send women back to that without providing a sustainable next step. If you know the business, Thistle Farms, out of Nashville, Tennessee, their founder had said years and years ago, I heard her say, how can you say that you love somebody if you don't care about their economic well-being? And that had just been lodged in the back of my mind. So kind of as all of this unfolded, you know, we started those internships and then I just realized we have to make employment out of this. So now the model is uh, job skills, training and employment. And by providing community purpose and economic stability, People can withstand an awful lot of external pressure. And we are about to hit our fourth year. That will be June of providing full-time employment for women in recovery. And we have not had an employee relapse during that time. That is absolutely incredible. You know, they're taking ownership of their work and then you're adding these additional layers of, you know, just teaching them to one, own their work. And I know that you have done other things for the women also in terms of, you know, teaching them how to pay their bills and to balance a checkbook. Like, it's crazy. There are all these like simple things that we do in our everyday life that these women were never taught to do. So not only are you providing employment in a safe place for these women, you're also teaching them valuable you know, life tools to get them through. And I just think that is incredible. 
Thank you. Yeah, we wrap our employment around an ongoing personal and professional development curriculum. Yep. So in their 40-hour work week, we spend about four hours per person on personal, professional, and spiritual development to help them continue that journey towards wellness and thriving. So it's the community that comes in and does those lunch and learn sessions and teaches skills and access mentors and really has believed in what's possible for these women to help move them to success. I'll never forget the first time I ever came in when I was doing my um, my blog post for the Chloe and Lois website, and I took some photos of you when I, you know, got to know Unshattered and walked around your studio, and it was so inspiring to see. I could see that these women's lives, like, they were changed, mm-hmm. and they were changed for the better, and they were the sweetest women and they were so grateful that I, I came in to, to see their workspace and to see what they were doing. And it was just, I, I remember standing, I'm sure you remember, I cried just because it's, it's so inspiring. You know, it makes it to a degree, it made me feel like, well, what am I doing? Which was why when I decided to um, launch Glitter and Give Back said, you know, we have to do something together. Because yeah. when you see that and you see the impact, you have to do something. You know, I felt compelled to do my part. And, you know, I've always wanted Chloe and Lois to give back. And I just, I, I, I can't put into words how much it means to me that my community has stood up and that we are supporting you because you're just changing lives, changing yeah, lives. Thank you. You guys are changing lives. We're just the conduit. So thank you for oh, pouring into our team that way. Absolutely. Any, any time. So, so like you said um, previously, so there is a statistic out there that says that 80% of people who recover from substance abuse are unable to maintain their sobriety. So for a second, I just want to talk about the impact Unshattered is having on the women that employs. And what are some of your like, highlight successes in this area. And I know we, we touched on it a little previously, but I mean, I don't think I can ever get tired of hearing the good news. So, so let's talk about the continued successes and some of your favorite ones that you've had to date. Yeah. I mean, it is just incredible to watch them, all of them just gain confidence and believe in themselves. And the moment that they realize they have something to offer is beautiful it I I often describe it as just watching a flower unfold in front of you because it it really truly is a miraculous process to watch somebody change from the inside out um one of our women um is now a member of the chamber of commerce duchess leadership class of 2020 uh so someone that was homeless uh heroin addict you know a sex worker um moving to a place of leadership, not just inside the walls of Unchattered, but uh, in the community as well. And so she really has taken the reins of our production team, our product management. She's responsible for all of the product design um, and oversees a lot of the business. So to watch somebody get a hold of their own strengths and do something meaningful with it in ways that can serve the community. In fact, uh, she's now working with a couple of other nonprofits, building a plan to teach some of the at-risk teenagers in their programs to some and to do something meaningful. So to watch that come full circle is pretty incredible. Yeah, uh, we've had a couple of the women on our team speak at the White House. Um, 
we were given an award by the president for our creative and effective work in fighting the opioid crisis. And so we have had it's incredible. Uh, one of our team speak <clears throat> during a press conference. Um, we have spoken um, at the, this was a pretty cool one. It was the New York State Council of Business, which is kind of like Chamber of Commerce at the state level. And so their board meeting last May was at um, uh, in New York City. In I think it was on the 57th floor of one of the high rises in some big company's headquarters. And there were two vice presidents um, from two major drug companies in that room. And one of our women who had struggled with the heroin addiction was able to stand up and talk about that experience, which had really started with bullying, which had led her to some drinking. Um, drinking led to a car accident. Car accident led to painkillers. Painkillers led to heroin. But for her to be able to talk about that journey and the risks of being prescribed painkillers in front of, um, you know, pretty senior folks in the drug industry was a very incredible moment. That, is, that, that had to be absolutely insane to watch unfold right in front of you. Yep. So crazy, but it's, it's just, you know, I think you and I have had this conversation before, you know, it's just people are capable of change and, along with change. And if you want to change your life, you have to have the right tools. And I think what is so important about unshattered is unshattered is providing those tools for people to stay on the right path. Mm-hmm. And it's very hard. I think once you're caught in this bad circle to get out and, you know, everybody's standing on the outside looking in, just think, Oh, people aren't going to be, you know, these people aren't going to change or just going to fall back into their old ways. But this mm-hmm. support system that you have created is just, it, it's incredible. And it's essential for these women in maintaining their sobriety mm-hmm. and in changing their lives as a whole and giving them that confidence to say, I am more than, you know, doing drugs or I am more than my past mistakes. Right. So that is just like absolutely incredible. Thank you. I can't say it enough. Um, (laughs) So, okay. So we've talked about, you know, how you upcycle materials that have been donated. Okay. And I have come, I've seen you at the country living fair previously. I've seen you, I've seen unshattered at other pop-ups. So, you have made some really incredible pieces out of, you know, other materials. So what are some of your favorites? Like, you know, you had your Broadway backdrop, which I thought those clutches were absolutely beautiful. You had the vintage Mercedes upholstery material. What are some of your favorite creations? They can either be donated materials or materials that somebody has brought in for you to say, Hey, can your girls make a bag or make something yeah. out of this? So what are some of your favorite unshattered creations? Yeah. So, so two, let me just clarify kind of two tracks that we do. We take premium upcycled materials that we get um, from industry. <clears throat> so best we can tell last year, we saved 3000 pounds of waste out of the Hudson Valley waste system by reclaiming fabrics from local manufacturers. We also do bags out of family heirlooms. So if you have a leather coat or a suede coat like I used for my grandfather or a wedding gown or we have made um, a diaper bag out of it was the baby's great grandfather's flannel work shirts. Uh, Very special things that everybody has hanging in a closet that you're never going to use. You also are never going to get rid of, but we can turn them into something special. So 
I would say a couple of the favorites we did a couple of bags out of it was a $15,000 Pucci Couture wedding gown. Those were beautiful and really, really special. So, you know, everybody has their gown hanging around that you're yep. probably not going to wear again, but you're also yep. not going to get rid of it. So to turn that into a really special clutch, we did one recently. It was the grandmother's wedding gown, um, but it was a gal who cousin was getting married. So she did bags for the bridesmaids and her mom and the bride. And those were really special and beautiful. Uh, we've done some really neat ones out of firefighter uniforms, legacy bags for the family of a firefighter. Um, I think was, I saw that. It was a book bag, right? Yeah. Yep. There was a um, uh, a member of the West Point community that had been lost. And so we were able to do some bags for his wife and daughters out of his uniform. So those are just really special. Oh, one we did last Christmas. I was a woman, her uh, grandmother's kilt. And so we did some beautiful bags for the whole family. We do men's bags as well. So toiletry kits and backpacks and laptop bags and those kind of things. So it's not just for women, but all of those really turning something meaningful. We like to say that we can turn your memories into something beautiful. That's awesome. It really is. So I know my one girlfriend um, brought in, she ran the New York Marathon and she had a jacket and had that made into a duffel bag for like her gym clothes. And I thought that was so awesome, you know, because here it is, it's something that means so much to her. And she's like, all right, I'm just going to turn it into a duffel bag. And I think that was like right before the holidays. She was like, I'm over the moon. Like, I absolutely love it. It's just, it's incredible. The, the craft womanship (laughs) that goes into (laughs) these bags, because, you know, I always say jokingly, like, you know, if, if I were to sit down with you, I'm sure you are a phenomenal you know, teacher when it comes to snowing, but you know what? (laughs) I could not craft anything close to the work that your women do. It is like, it's, it's unbelievable. It is unbelievable. Yeah. We get a lot of compliments on the quality of the work. And I think people think, you know, you're a, you're a handmade sewing company. It's going to kind of look like a handmade bag and they're, they're not, they're professional quality bags. At least twice I have watched somebody unload their Louis Vuitton and put all their stuff into an unchattered bag, which is an exciting moment. You know, they, we work really, really hard to deliver um, a very high quality product because it's not just the mission. Some people come because it's a good product and then we get to tell them the story some people become because of the story and then we get to sell them a good product. It shows. It really, really does show the, the hard work and the heart that goes into every piece. Now, Thanks. generally, what are your price points? It ranges. We start with some small zip pouches at um, the mid 20s. Um, our sweet spot is about 100 to 150, depending on the size and style of bag. We do have quite a few kind of underneath that $100 mark. Mm-hmm. Um, our stock products go up to 450. So we have some really high end leather ones that we do as a collaboration with a company called Woodley Hollow that they have a separate product line. Um, they work with Amish craftsmen on belts and, um, some products for the horse industry. And so they have brought their Amish craftsmen to us. We have gone down to the Amish community to learn from them. And now we have an offshoot partnership of their brand called Woodley Hollow. So that's our highest end bag. And then the custom ones usually range from about 150 to 250, depending on if you're adding zippers or pockets or yeah. what level of detail we're adding to the bag. Now, what does someone generally do? Say I've got like a jacket 
that I want to bring in and I'm, all right, I want you to make a duffel bag out of this. Like, do you like, how does that whole design process work? Like, is it very hands-on? Do you just kind of do it or what? Yeah. So we would start by doing a custom consultation. We can do that in person when the restrictions lift, we can do that over the phone uh, or we can do that by video. So you're not limited to somebody that's here in the Hudson Valley. Uh, but the first step is to schedule an appointment. You can start the process at unshattered.org slash custom, where you can see photos of some of the custom ones that we've done. And then there's a little questionnaire on there that kind of starts with what style do you think you might be looking for? What item are we working with? What do you, you know, what features might you want us to optimize? And then we'll have our custom designer get in touch and either set up a time remotely or set up a time for you to come in and work with us on the design. We really like to feature kind of the patina of the item, especially if we're doing something from a jacket or a uniform that had pockets in it. We always like to save the pockets so you can put your hand where your loved one's hand was and then give us a few weeks and the team will craft the bag and you can either pick it up or we'll ship it to you. That's awesome. 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 So, all right. Next question. Where do you see Unshattered in five years? I know this is hard. It's hard to, yeah. to, to figure it out. But, you know, what is your overall vision for Unshattered? Yeah. You know, we often say it's, it's not about the bags. And it's not. Um, that happens to be the product that we make because we needed something to do. Uh, to do our actual work, which is building wellness for women and paving that road for them between sobriety and long-term success. And I believe in that 100%. Uh, we have been growing. Um, our team has increased um, both in numbers and in their capability and skill as they've grown and got more time under their belts and taken on more leadership. So we are on the cusp, hopefully within a couple of months here, we have been looking to expand. So we have a building in mind locally that we are hoping to purchase. If we're able to raise the money for that. Um, eventually we would like to open a secondary business so that we have the same model, but a different skill set for people so that we are, Um, maybe doing a small cafe or a coffee shop or something of that nature. We find that people want to be with us. You walk in the doors. So, you know, sometimes customer comes in, buys a bag, and then they just sit down and hang out for a while. (laughs) We find that they want to be with us, that our women are encouraging and grateful and have such a positive perspective on life that it feels good to be inside of our doors. Absolutely that sort of space of um, respite and rest and connection and meaning to everybody that we serve. So we hope to grow. We're looking for more partnerships like we have done with Chloe and Lois on co-branding or doing a a product in partnership to help invest in our women. Um, We hope to see the community continue to invest in doing things like lunch and learn mentoring our women, reaching out, just pouring into them. Um, And then as much as we can, changing the mindset of the community of what it means to hire somebody in recovery, uh, that they are creative and tenacious and hardworking and they can figure it out and they can shift and they know how to build community and networks. And maybe in their past life, they were not choosing positive environments to do that in, but the skill set stands and is very valuable to an employer. Yeah, absolutely. I love that. 
So big plans for Unshattered, without a doubt, in the next five years. You don't really yeah. know exactly where it will take you, but I am sure that it will just be all positive things that will really just benefit the lives of all the women that you employ. So I I love that. So, so for those who are listening and want to make a donation to support Unshattered, can you just tell me, Kelly, how can how can our listeners do that? Yes, they can go to unshattered.org slash donate. You'll find the donation link there. Or if you just go to our homepage, unshattered.org, there's a donate link right at the top of that. So we would love to have your participation in that. Um, I will just describe a little further. Our business model is that 100% of what we make on a product goes directly to employment and benefits for women in recovery. I am the CEO and I do not take a salary to run the business. So everything that we make on the product goes directly to women in recovery. And then we do fundraising to cover our job creation engine. So it's those donations that help us to build jobs for women to uh, keep the lights on and pay for everything that's needed to run a business while the revenue from the product is going directly to the team who is creating them. That's awesome. So great. So Kelly, is there anything else that you would like to add for our listeners? I am so grateful. I, um, you know, I said this earlier, but we're just a conduit for the work of the community to believe in these women and to make this possible. I, I needed to create an organization that can channel all that effort of people in the community into the population who needs it. But Unchattered as a nonprofit is just the facilitator of what the community at large believes is possible for women in recovery. So we call our fans ambassadors of possibility. And we're so grateful to have you as one, Brooke, and for all of your listeners to become ambassadors of possibility as well. So I would love for them to follow us on social media. We're at Unchattered and Why. Uh, You'll get to hear stories of the women, see new products that are coming out, hear about the successes of what you're making possible for these ladies. Well, it is an absolute honor to be an ambassador of possibility alongside you, Kelly. So so that's going to do it for us. Thank you so much to Kelly from Unshattered for choosing to go down the path to support other women. So again, if you'd like to make a donation to support Unshattered, you can visit www.unshattered.org slash donate. And if you want to glitter and give back with Chloe and Lois, you can buy our collaboration piece, I'm sorry, $25 of each purchase. I am like, I'm losing it right now towards the end. Everything's just like falling apart right now. So $25 of each purchase goes direct to Unshattered to support Kelly and her mission to bettering the lives of women. So thank you again, Kelly. And thank you to you, all of our listeners, for tuning in to the Chloe and Lois podcast. Take care of yourselves and others. Thank you so, so much.